We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Justin Tucker is the most accurate kicker in NFL history, so it only makes sense to make him the highest-paid kicker in NFL history, too. And that's just what the Ravens did on Monday when the team announced a four-year contract extension that keeps the 32-year-old in Baltimore through the 2027 season. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Tuesday, August 9th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. So after nearly a year of rehabbing his knee and constant chirping in his coach's ears, running back J.K. Dobbins was finally allowed back to practice after being activated off the PUP list. We'll cover how the third-year vet looked on his first day back. Plus, John Harbaugh disputed an NFL Network report on rookie center Tyler Linderbaum's foot injury will clear up the misunderstanding. We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So the Ravens announced on Monday that all-pro kicker Justin Tucker signed a four-year extension with the team. Sarah, what details can you give us about the deal that has the city of Baltimore buzzing? Well, I can tell you that everyone is buzzing because this deal locks in a potential Hall of Famer until 2027, which will likely ensure that he'll never play for another NFL team in his entire career. Listen, this this deal for sure checks all the boxes for me. You know, and for all intents and purposes, this is a, the type of deal that will you know, more than ensure that I will, you know, be a a Raven for life. And, you know, for, for, for that alone, I couldn't be more happy. A Raven for life is music to the ears because Justin Tucker is the most accurate kicker in NFL history with, get this, a 91.1 field goal percentage. And he shows zero signs of slowing down. It only makes sense then that the Ravens made him the highest paid kicker in NFL history, earning an average of $6 million per season, which is a million more per season than any other NFL kicker. The deal overall is worth more than $24 million. But, Bobby, while the highest paid kicker sure makes nice headlines, Tucker explains that's not why he got the deal done. That's not necessarily 
at the top of my priority list as far as you know getting getting the deal done. Now it certainly has a nice ring to it. I'm not going to deny that. But what was and continues to be most important to me is you know just being in the plans for building a championship. You know and feeling valued uh, as a part of that process. So Sarah, with Tucker having two more years remaining on his current contract, this deal kind of seemed to have come out of nowhere. What was the process behind it? Yeah, well, it seemed to come out of nowhere because of how quickly negotiations progressed. Tucker mentioned that he was talking to John Harbaugh on the practice field the other day, just generally about a potential contract. And the 11-year veteran jokes with his head coach that he thought a deal could be struck within about five minutes. And then Tucker explained that that's about how long it took, five minutes. Uh, Tucker expressed appreciation for the Ravens' professionalism throughout the process, and he said that there was absolutely zero drama throughout. Sounds awfully efficient to me, basically what Justin has been his entire career on the field, so that makes sense. Sarah, we know that extensions usually create cap space for teams in the first year of the deal based on how finances are constructed over the life of a contract. Is that the case here with Tucker and the Ravens as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'll just tell you, Eric DaCosta needed this cap relief too, as he has the sixth least amount of money left of all 32 teams. DaCosta always likes to take a few million into the season for any potential midseason trades or to sign free agents to augment the roster in case of injury. So as of the recording of this podcast, we still don't have the exact details of Tucker's deal to know how much the Ravens will save under the cap in 2022. But Bobby, my guess is it'll be around 1 million. Yeah. Well, however much it does end up saving, it was smart of the Ravens to lock up perhaps the greatest kicker of all time, especially considering how many games Tucker has helped Baltimore win over his now decade with the team. He's entering year 11. Oh, absolutely. We both know Tucker has built a reputation for being clutch He is a perfect 16 of 16 on field goals in the final minute of regulation. And get this, has converted 58 consecutive fourth quarter and overtime kicks. That's the NFL's longest active streak. And Bobby, I'm sorry, but we have to do this. We all remember last season when Tucker kicked his record-setting 66-yard field goal to beat the Detroit Lions as time expired. Well, I've got a clip of two Lions broadcasters calling the game for the Woodward Sports Network. This meltdown is an absolute classic, and my guess is Tucker will inflict a little more pain just like this on future opponents over the next four years. 60 or the city of is that Detroit 64 or 66? 66 yard attempt. No way. No way. Get the hell out of here, Justin Tucker. Get the you're, hell out of here. You know, this is the kind of stuff that happens to the Lions. Bro. No way. He's, you already no know way. he's making this. No way. This is the kind of stuff that happens the to the Lions. And he nailed it. No I way. You. I told you. Oh, oh he's short. Oh, it hit the oh, ball. Oh, it hit the oh, ball. Oh, my God, it went over. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah, we did kind of have to do that. That was a requirement. We're sorry, Detroit, but we had to. Still to come, running back J.K. Dobbins was on the practice field with his team for the first time in almost a year. That's coming up. All 
right, Bobby, it is well documented just how antsy running back J.K. Dobbins has been in recent weeks while sidelined from practice on the PUP list. As we mentioned in Monday's Morning Vault, the beginning of this week was designed for reevaluation. So tell us how things end up shaking out for Dobbins. Sarah, I'd say they shook out in his favor finally. And by the way, though, before we jump to the news, you weren't kidding about Dobbins being antsy. Remember this from Coach Harbaugh just last week? J.K. definitely wants to go. He's made it very clear, and he's not just clear in the fact that he, he tells everybody all the time. I told him again today, I, I know how you feel about that. You've told me. Uh, but uh, that's up to the doctors and him, and uh, they'll work it out. As soon as he's back out there, we'll be coaching him real hard. He's doing an individual period with the trainers right now. You know, I'm excited to get him back, hopefully soon. Well, soon came in the form of a Monday return as Baltimore officially activated its third-year running back off the PUP list, which now puts him in position to be ready and available for week one, September 11th against the New York Jets. Right. Patience, but also a whole lot of persistence seems to have paid off for Dobbins. But Bobby, how involved was he during Monday's camp session? Yeah, Sarah, being that it marked his first official team practice since tearing his ACL last August, Dobbins was limited to just individual and positional work, as you would expect. With over a month to go to Baltimore's regular season opener at this point, don't be surprised if Dobbins remains limited here in the early going, and definitely don't expect him to see him in preseason game action. That said, you know it was a joyful, fun day for Dobbins. When he came out of the tunnel and he was introduced, he was sure to give a high five to every single kid that came out to camp and lined the pathway to the field. It was hard to tell, honestly, who enjoyed that moment more, the kids or Dobbins. Well, I saw the video of him coming out, and my money is on JK enjoying it more. And that's saying something because those kids were clearly super happy. But Bobby, how did Dobbins look in his first day out? What were the first impressions? Yeah, Sarah, well, the Ravens were very conservative with the third year back, so it was hard to get a great look, as we mentioned. He showed some of his signature JK explosiveness in his cuts, though, but I wouldn't say he was 100%, and nobody would expect him to be at this point. He's still got four weeks before the season opener, and here's what John Harbaugh had to say, though, about his first thoughts on day one being back. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good in individual. First day back, he was out there in individual. You guys saw him uh, moving around, running the the ball handling drill. That'll be the first step. Uh, Maybe we add a little more every day and kind of see how he handles it and see how the knee responds, but... It seems like it's so far so good. And what about Gus Edwards? Is there anything new when it comes to his timetable? You know, aside from Harbaugh officially labeling him as questionable for week one, not much else is known right now. Edwards remains on the PUP list as he continues to work his way back from last year's torn ACL. And matter of fact, according to the Athletics' Jeff Zarebeck, out of all the rehabbing Ravens, Sarah, Edwards is the farthest away and is probably doubtful for week one. But the Ravens have added plenty of reinforcements with Mike Davis, Corey Clement, Tyler Beatty, and don't forget about Justice Hill, too, who's back from an Achilles injury. He's quietly been having a nice camp, and the preseason opener on Thursday will give us our first look at this entire group collectively. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So there seems to be a lot of confusion about the severity of rookie center Tyler Linderbaum's foot injury that he sustained at practice last week. Sarah, can you clear things up for Ravens fans? Okay, yes. What this basically is boiling down to is the media is reporting one thing and the team is saying another. So what happened is Monday morning, the NFL Network's Mike Garofolo and Ian Rappaport had this to say about Linderbaum. It is a Liz Frank injury. Now, hang in there with me here because I know people hear that L word and they start to freak out. The Ravens are still holding to that timeline of one to two weeks. They hope it's going to calm down. Perhaps he makes an appearance in their second preseason game. He's not going to play this week, but then they've got a 10-day break between preseason games. So they're still hopeful that they can manage this thing and he can work his way through it. He did have it in college. He wound up playing uh, through it in college. So they're hopeful that he's going to be able to manage it, Ian. But it, it is a joint that you need to be careful with. Yeah, it sounds to me like my like a reoccurrence of his old list Frank injury. It is a sprain, not a full rupture. This is not a situation like, let's say, Larry Ogunjobi, where it is a full rupture. And you're talking many, many months. And he's going to have some more tests. They still have not yet had the firm and final word on how long he is out. But at least early, despite the fact that it is a list Frank sprain, there's some optimism that by the time the season rolls around, the rookie center will be good to go. But it only took a few hours for John Harbaugh to dispute the report later Monday afternoon. It's not true. It's not true. It's not a list Frank sprain. There is a ligament. It's not that ligament. It's a different ligament. So he's had the list Frank before. There's no separation. There's no list Frank sprain per se. That's my understanding. You know, I'm not a doctor, but I play one in press conferences, as you know, but that's, uh, that's what I was told. He's got a soft tissue, you know, type of a deal, ligament type of a deal on his foot that uh, is not a serious thing, but, you know, we want it to be right and healed. So, you know, it's going to take a few little bit of time, but it's not a list frame. All right, so the two sides have a disagreement about which ligament was injured, but it doesn't sound like they have conflicting timetables. Right, that's exactly it. And you can probably tell by the tone from those NFL Network guys that nobody likes to hear about a Liz Frank injury, whether it's a sprain or a full rupture. I can remember Jimmy Smith, who we all know was no stranger to enduring many different types of injuries throughout his career. But he said his Liz Frank injury was the hardest to return from. Now, of course, his was a full rupture, but still, nobody likes the dreaded L word. So it would be good news for Baltimore if it was Harbaugh who is correct and not the NFL Network. But either way, the NFL Network still did report a one to two week period of rest for Linderbaum. And Harbaugh said the same thing last week. And then he reiterated the same timeline again yesterday. 
So as long as there are no setbacks to whatever ligament has been aggravated, it appears Linderbaum should be ready to go week one. Okay, Sarah, very thorough. But one thing that's catching me here, this isn't the first time that the Ravens have corrected a report from Ian Rappaport in the last month or so, right? <laughs> good, good memory, Bobby. No, it is not. We covered here on the podcast before that J.K. Dobbins pushed back when Rappaport said that the running back is, quote, no sure thing for week one. And the irony isn't lost that on the same day Harbaugh disputed a new report, Dobbins returned to practice a full month ahead of the season opener. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with the Ravens signing cornerback Daryl Worley, who played in one game for Baltimore down the stretch last season. The team also placed linebacker Vince Beagle on injured reserve with a season-ending torn Achilles. Remember, he sustained that during week two of training camp. Okay, Sarah, the ball security sticklers out there will enjoy this one, I have a feeling. To wrap up Monday's practice in brutally hot conditions, the Ravens held a fumble recovery drill where the rookies had to dive on a football while being doused by water via hose. Who found himself in charge of said hose? Well, Lamar Jackson, of course. I guess he's built himself up some equity to be that guy. And finally, New York Jets right tackle Makai Becton is having an MRI on his surgically repaired right knee after limping off the practice field Monday. This is relevant because the Ravens and Jets square off week one in the Meadowlands. Thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we'll be back Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. Come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. <laughs>